Week one has come and gone, and boy, there were some surprises, there were some disappointments, and we'll talk about that later. Our new segment, Surprise and Disappointment of the Week. But in week one was pretty interesting, and you know, of course, uh, there's one person that always, even if he's not on the field, has to get his name in the news somehow, and he's gone, uh, we're off the deep end a little bit more of it. Guys, welcome to the final score. September 11th edition, and yes, we know September 11th, we all think about this day in history. Uh, everybody remembers where they were at that day. Lynn, Lynn's with me again tonight. Lynn, where were you? You know, of course, Lynn's in New York I, now, so I'm sure yeah. it's been kind of... Uh, so, I had just moved to Wilson, North Carolina in June of 2001 uh, to work at Merck there, and I was still a scientist, and I remember I was... Uh, I was doing some testing that morning when people said, oh, a plane hit one of the towers. And when you hear a plane, I was thinking like a little small, little yeah, single finger. Yeah. Some guy had a little accident and just blew into it. And, and then he just kept going and going. And I remember they called everybody into the cafeteria and they had the TVs on so we could actually sit and watch what was going on. So we sat there for a few hours and just watched it and just couldn't believe it. Yeah, I, I can remember going... The place I was working at in Rich Square, and I was going to get the mail, and came back. We had a TV in there, and uh, when we came back, you saw come breaking news came on. It was like a plane to hit the tower, and I was just like you, uh, you know, maybe this has got to be somebody just had an accident. But then when the second yeah. one hit, that's when I was like, uh, yeah, something's going on here, and it was just from then on, you know, you were. Uh, I just remember that day. If 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 America could go back to the feelings they had the week after September 11th, everybody got along. Everybody was looking out for each other. It would be so much better. Yeah. It's, it's sad it took a, something like that to bring that out of us, but we definitely need that. But it's such a such a terrible okay, day in the history yeah. of the NFL, in the history of not the NFL, but the history of the United States. I'm way off center right here. Yeah. Um, but if you ever get a chance, you need to visit the memorials in New York yeah. City. Uh, I've been there a few times. And what they do is they have big gaping holes of where the um, towers used to stand, and there are waterfalls inside. Right. And the wall of base that goes around it has everyone's name inscribed on it, who they're, they're on the plane, in the building, or they were first responders. <clears throat> Jeez. And on their birthday, someone goes around and puts like a rose on their name on their birthday. And there's a lot of names, uh, almost 3,000 wow. names. Yeah. And someone goes through an old people's birthday, so they'll put a rose on their name. It's, it's pretty neat. So yeah. remember, when you take your kid for graduation in New York City in like five years. <laughs> five years? Let's check it out. Uh, four years? No, wait a minute. She's the same age as mine. Yeah, daughter. exactly. So, yeah, never mind. Say, three years. Three years. Three years. Three years. Yeah, we got three years left. Well, you do that graduation right before the cruise, you know, because the big cruise is coming up in three to five yeah, years for yeah. Final Score. Final Score cruise coming coming your way. Yes. Uh, That's right. Plans are already in the making, bud. Um, <laughs> like we said, NFL week one, and to, to say... It, no, there were some surprises. Um, for me, uh, we'll just have to talk about them when we, we get through talking about our little recap of uh, week one. 
First of all, the Thursday night game, the Packers and the Bears, and you know, I thought for sure, oh. I thought for sure this would be a blowout by the Bears. And offensively, there was no Bears. I mean, defense held up pretty good, but Green Bay's defense was much improved, I thought, uh, to to hold them to three points. But Trubisky just looked like he was kind of kind of out of it. He wasn't all there. Uh, he like he's taking a step back this year, but. Uh, the Packers going to win 10 to three in a low-scoring game. Snorefest uh, actually fell asleep. <laughs> that was that was actually the night we were we were waiting on the hurricane and work had been crazy that day. So I fell asleep in my recliner after about halfway through the second quarter and it was just a snorefest. I woke up as it ended, but I DVR and went back and watched what I could of it, but it was not good, not good at all. Uh, so. The Packers get a win. I don't think either one of us picked them to win that game. But uh, no, we had Chicago. Yeah. So the Rams and the Panthers. Now Cam Newton coming off an injury looked like he was coming off an injury. Uh, he, you know, basically was. I hate to say non-existence, Rusty. but yeah, he was pretty rusty. Yeah, rusty. yeah, I mean one of the one of the strong points of his game is his, his him being able to run the ball, and his his rushing stats he carried about three times for negative two yards. Um, you know, halftime. I could do that. Yeah, I could probably do that. I could kneel the ball a couple of times. I could do negative two yards. So the first half, first half, you know, first quarter, both teams did not look the best on offense at all until the second yeah. half. Um, Jared Goff looked rusty. Uh, he did not have big numbers. I'll tell you who, who did have big numbers, though. Christian McCaffrey. Christian, oh, yeah, he went nuts. Uh, you know, 19 carries, 128 yards, two touchdowns. And receiving-wise, you know, I want to say he had uh, – like eight catches. I'm looking looking up the stats now to see if I mean I know he hit because whoever had him on fantasy racked up. Yeah, he had ten catches for 81 yards, in, in addition to his rushing yards, 120. So he had uh, 200, 209 yards total offense and two touchdowns. Not a bad day's work. Uh, Ty Gurley ends up 14 carries, 97 yards. So everybody wor- worried about his knee. Uh, looked like he was pretty good. We'll see how it goes as the year goes by, though. And the Rams get the win 30-27. to 27. Uh, So we both picked. I think we both picked the Rams in that. Yep, we should have. Then you got... Yellow Coat, the Hall of Fame quarterback that's still playing in his second year. Oh. Or third year, excuse me. Pat Mahomes. Oh, the man, yeah. yeah. And the Kansas City Chiefs with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I feel so bad for Nick Cole. I feel so bad for Now that, you know, I was at work and I was getting updates on my phone and then to see, I think it was early in the game, early in the second quarter that Nick Foles goes out with an injury. Not to return. He threw a long touchdown pass. Yeah, not to return. And I was like, "Well, that is not. That's not good." Ends up what is it's a broken collarbone, and I think he's out. Uh, yep. So, in comes rookie 
Gardner Minshew. Where is he come from? What college? Now he played. He finished his career at Washington State, but he started okay. his career. The first three years of his career was at East Carolina. So, uh, twenty-two for twenty-five, two hundred seventy-five yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Not bad for a rookie coming, getting thrown in. Uh, you know, after uh, unexpectedly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I'm sure he didn't think he would ever see the field unless they were blowing somebody out or getting blown out. But didn't do too bad at all. But look at Mahomes, 25 for 33, 378 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, he just picked up right where he left off. Sammy Watkins, nine receptions, 198 yards, three touchdowns, and that's going to be good because Tyreek Hill goes down with an injury and is out four to six weeks. I think it's a shoulder injury. And he's out for a yep. while. So he, Sammy Watkins. That's going to hurt. Yeah, Sammy Watkins is going to have to be the man for a while. Uh, and he did a good job this this past week with that. But the the Chiefs get the win, forty to twenty six. And surprisingly, you know, Jacksonville Jacksonville outscored them in the fourth quarter with a rookie quarterback. So how good is that Kansas City defense? Though uh, doesn't look like they're, uh, they're too talk, strong. Yeah. Um, so Kansas City gets. I think I'm sure we both picked those. Next oh, up, KC, yeah. next up, the team everybody talked about during the off season. They were going to do this and do that, and they still might. And I'm not judging by one game. Can't judge by one game. The Cleveland Browns. They host their home opener, the Tennessee Titans. Now we talked about the Titans not too long ago, and I. Probably should eat crow a little bit right now because I said their quarterbacks were, it was a bad situation. Mariota and Tannehill were not going to be quality quarterbacks. Well, for at least one game, Marcus Mariota was a, a quality quarterback. Uh, and, and Baker Mayfield was not. Baker Mayfield stats 25 for 38, 285 yards, one touchdown, and three picks. Three picks. And I, you know, you got to. They lose, and they not only lose, they get destroyed, forty-three to thirteen by Cleveland. They get outscored thirty-one to seven in the yeah. second half. Twenty-one they points. Close. They gave up twenty-one points in the fourth quarter. Um, Mariota fourteen for twenty-four, two hundred forty-eight yards, three TDs. But the star of the game had to be Derrick Henry, nineteen carries, eighty-four yards. And a touchdown, and also a 75-yard touchdown pass from Mariota, which he and Delaney Walker coming back off that uh, coming back off that season-ending injury last year, he gets five catches, 55 yards, and two touchdowns. So, uh, yeah, Mariota for at least this game looked looked good, and the there was also a pick six by the uh, by the Titans. So Baker Mayfield. Kind of struggled. You hate it. Yes, in a did. way, they'll bounce back next week. In a way, I hate it for Cleveland, but in a way, I don't. Uh, you know, let's talk about this right quick. Odell okay. Beckham wears a two hundred thousand dollar watch during the game. <laughs> yeah. He's crazy. He gets fined by the NFL not because he wore jewelry. Jewelry is fine, but wearing a hard object that can do damage. So they find him. Now he's come out and said oh, he's going to wear it again. 
Why? Answer. Do you need to know what time it is during the day? My like, point, while he's playing the games, he need to know what time it is. My point exactly. Why do you need a watch on the field? There's a big freaking clock that tells you how much time is left in the game. That's the only thing you need to worry about for four quarters, how much time is left in this game. You don't need to know what time it is. Yeah. Well, yeah. you got a you got a, a hair appointment. Uh, I mean, a date. I was gonna say a date. Come a date. on, dude. This is ridiculous. And you know, saying he's gonna wear it again, I'm so tired of these diva wide receivers or NFL players thinking they can do whatever they want to, and the NFL supposed to just go along with it. I mean, Antonio Brown. Let's talk about. That, well, I'll bring that up later. We'll talk about that when we talk about the before we talk about the Raiders game. All right, so Tennessee kills Cleveland by 30. I think we both picked Cleveland to win, so uh, didn't do there. Baltimore at Miami. <laughs> now, all I'm hearing all week after this is Lamar Jackson is the next big thing. He's the next great quarterback. Watch out, Tom Brady. Give me a break. It's the first week, and you are playing the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins are the worst team in football. Yes, the Baltimore Ravens put up 59 points on the Dolphins. 59-10, to 10, the Ravens get the win. And Lamar Jackson had a great game. But, let me see what you do against somebody with a good defense. A real NFL offense and defense? I mean, it was this was crazy. It's 42-10 to 10 at the half. Lamar Jackson finishes. Great game, 17 for 20. 324 yards, five touchdown passes, a perfect passer rating. Um, newcomer from the Saints, Mark Ingram, he ends up with 107 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Marquise Brown, the rookie wide receiver, four catches, 147 yards, and two touchdowns. So, after the game, there was at least three, officially, Dolphins players. That contacted their agent to be traded. Yeah, I think I'm joking, but I am not. No, no, joking. I saw it. I saw it, dude. And, the, you know, as much as the Dolphins love to trade, folks, I'm sure they will. This is a this is a terrible team. Terrible team. I, I just, ooh, I feel sorry for Dolphins fans as you. Ashley Taylor, I feel so sorry for you. Um, yeah, but you know what? They're doing it right. They're blowing it up, and they're going to get better. Next year, whenever, right? Yeah, next year, I guess. We hope. They're doing the Dolphins complete fans, you hope. rebuild. Complete rebuild, man. They've been rebuilding. They've been rebuilding for three Pichoa. years. <laughs> they trade yeah, well, everything. The lines have been rebuilding since 1957. Well, that's true, too. But, <clears throat> All right. <throat> next game. One of the ones we differed on picks on, and we are we both picked Baltimore to win that game. I think I actually picked Baltimore to win to score the more, most points, and they did. Uh, Atlanta and Minnesota. This is one we differed on. I picked Atlanta, and Lynn picked Minnesota, and boy was I wrong. And it, you know, I actually thought after after last year, I, I was like, well, they're not gonna. It's not gonna be the disappointment. With Atlanta, they're going to be a, they're going to be a much improved team. I was wrong again. Minnesota. What was up with Kirk Cousins? He threw eight for ten or something. He right? threw ten passes for ninety eight yards and a touchdown. 
and he had a rushing touchdown. I mean, I haven't heard about any injury to him, but 10 passes? Wow. That's what you paid 80, what, how much, how many million was it for him guaranteed? You paid him all that money to throw I, 10 passes. 80, he said 83, right? It's 84 million guaranteed, so, you know, that's what you paid all that money for, is for this guy to throw 10 passes. Anyway. Yeah, it must have been him playing the whole time because they only had 97 yards total of passing yards. But Dalvin Cook, 21 carries, 111 yards, and two touchdowns. They didn't need much from Cousins. This game wasn't even that close. 28-12 to 12 was the final score, but it wasn't even that close. Uh, in the third quarter, Minnesota was up 28 to nothing before Matt Ryan had two garbage two garbage touchdowns that they went for two points on both of. And, uh, yeah, uh, did not look good. Up, no. Yeah. yeah, they missed both of them. It was bad. It did it not look bad. good for the for the Falcons. So next game, Buffalo Bills, New York Jets. Le'Veon Bell making his Jet debut. Uh, and the Jets, you know, this is a tale like two halves, or actually three quarters. Yeah, because yeah, I was shocked about this. The Jets yeah. were all over. Well, they were up it's sixteen, nothing, right? 16 to. Nothing one time. End of the third quarter was 16 to Another game yes, we're going to talk like, about. Like somebody will talk about, too. Yeah. Uh, 16 to nothing, and the, in, the end of the third quarter was 16 to 3. Uh, the Buffalo Bills come back, score 14 unanswered points in the fourth quarter to get the win 17 to 16 after it was just a dominant first half. I mean, Le'Veon Bell did get his first touchdown pass, a touchdown pass from. Sam Darnold, uh, but those 50 touches he was he was talking about did not happen. 17 carries, 60 yards, no touchdowns, and uh, look, Josh Allen did not look that great. He had two two picks. One went for a pick six. Uh, C.J. Mosley coming over from the Ravens gets that in the first quarter, and you know. I, I, it's so hard to to see with these two teams. It either one of these got a shot to knock off the Patriots. I don't think so, but uh, you know, it's like this every year. It's the AFC least. So, except for the Patriots, right? Yeah, except for the Patriots. Well, I'm just saying, you know, that's their their pass game. Yeah. But, you I know, think they've already got their seventh ring made up. But go ahead. Yeah, they're probably already planning that out, but. Alright, next game, Redskins and Eagles. Wow, 17 nothing. feeling good. Yeah, I get a you text. Know? I get a text from, from a, a from friend. Me. From a, no, it wasn't from oh. me. A friend of mine that's a Redskins fan and said, you know, and I'd seen the score pop up and I was surprised. He said, my boys are looking sharp. And I looked, it was 17 nothing. I said, wow, you know, yeah, they are looking sharp. And next thing I know, I get a, another text later on. Same old Redskins don't show up in the second half. 17 to nothing yeah. lead. They blow it. End up losing 32 to 27 to the anointed MVP, Carson Wentz, and the Eagles. Uh, the defense blew up over the Redskins. You know, they and, kept letting Deshaun Jackson get open for bombs. Yeah. And you can't. Horrendous. One of the things you talk about. 
Everybody wants to talk about Haskins and Haskins. You can't put this on Case Keenum. Case Keenum had a great, off, no. he had a great game. Thirty for forty four, three hundred and eighty yards, three touchdowns. Uh, he missed one wide open pass, but I, that's no big deal. You know? you know, Vernon Davis. He missed a touchdown pass, yeah. Vernon Davis get, leads it off with a touchdown pass of 48 yards, then another 69-yard pass to Terry McLaurin. Uh, and then it was just – It wasn't it wasn't Keenum's fault. You know, it, it, it was the defense. Deshaun Jackson catches 151-yard touchdown pass and another 53-yard touchdown pass. So – um, so the Eagles scored on every second quarter drive except the very end when they kneeled it down after the onside kick. They got outscored the second half 25-7 to by the Eagles. And seven was garbage time. So they scored with yeah. six seconds left. Trey Quinn gets a four-yard pass from Case Keenum to, to, garbage to make it look I mean, that... closer than it was, I guess. So Redskins, whew. Oh, tough, tough oh, road to haul. This week's not going to get much better either. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, next game, the Jacoby Brissett era starts in Indianapolis. And uh, you know what? If they had a better kicker, they'd have won. Yeah, I mean, the Chargers look look sharp. I'll give them that. Even without Melvin Gordon, the Chargers look sharp. Uh, but I'll tell you what. What about Marlon Mack? Marlon Mack, 174 yards rushing and a touchdown. Uh, it, you know, it, it, that was one thing, one reason I said when we talked about Jacoby Brissett taking over that this wouldn't be the same story it was uh, two years ago when I think they finished four and twelve. I don't. I think they got a better team around him. And uh, what you talk about the kicker, Adam Vinatieri? You talking about the Hall of Fame, Adam Vinatieri? He missed three field goals and one extra point, right? Ten so points. Ten points right there. Maybe time, maybe the ageless wonder is his age is catching up with him. Um, I would move on from him. I know it's one game, but. Yeah. Brissett, 21 for 27, 190 yards, two touchdowns. Phillip Rivers, 25 for 34, 333 yards, three TDs and one interception. Uh, Austin Eckler, who takes Melvin Gordon's place, 12 carries, 58 yards of touchdown. So, really, really were, were not hurt by Gordon's absence as they get the win in overtime, 30-24. to 24. So, It was a great game, though. Yeah, it yeah. was a good game. It was the Bengals and the Seahawks. Bengals surprised you a little bit here, you know, because I think everybody thought Seahawks would, would run all of them. But the Bengals... Here's the lead for most of the game. Uh, 17 to 14 at the half. And then the fourth, the scoreless third quarter, and then the fourth quarter is when Seattle pulled ahead, gets a 21 20 win. Andy Dalton puts up big numbers 35 for 51, 418 yards, two touchdowns. Russell Wilson, 14 for 20, 195 yards, two touchdowns. But, you know, I don't know if it's. The Bengals are improved, or Seattle has kind of took a step back. I didn't get to see much. Or of a little game. bit of each. You think it was a little, bit, a little of bit of each? It could have been a little yeah. bit of each. Uh, John Ross finishes seven catches, 158 yards, two touchdowns. He looked good, yeah. Yeah. So 
Gotta gotta keep an eye out. You know, it's just week one. A lot a lot of people in week one look a lot better than they are. Look a lot worse than they actually are. Um, let's hope that's the case with some of us. Detroit, Detroit, and Arizona. Oh, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's first game. First yeah. game, and he. I tell you what, the first first quarter he looked like a rookie quarterback. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, deep in his own territory, or. Well, yeah, deep in his own territory on a third and long, he throws a pass when he should have just thrown it away. He throws one to a wide-open Detroit cornerback that intercepts it. Um, But we talked about last week's show how many ties there would be. Would there be a tie? Because remember all the ties that start off the season, I think three out of the first four weeks there was a tie. And the first two weeks there was a tie. You had... Week one was the Browns and the Steelers. Week two was the Vikings and the Packers. And this was... So they, did the, they did the college way. We wouldn't have this. They did it again this week. They end up in a 27-27 tie. With and each team scoring a field goal in overtime. Yeah, overtime. That, that's something you really don't see a lot of there. Uh, but Detroit was all over in the first half. 17-3 at halftime. Arizona creeps their way back in fourth quarter. They outscore Detroit eighteen to seven, and then, like you said, they both added two field goals, a field goal apiece in the overtime period. Um, looking at Murray's numbers, twenty nine for fifty four. He threw fifty four passes in his first game. Wow, three hundred eight yards, two touchdowns, an interception. Not bad numbers. Matthew Stafford looks like he's back healthy. Uh, 27 for 45, 385 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. I'm interested to see our rookie T.J. Hawkinson tied in for uh, the line. Six catches, 131 yards, and a touchdown. Larry Fitzgerald, eight catches, 113 yards, and a touchdown. I want to see, I'm looking up right now, how many times Murray ran the ball. Uh, hold on. Give me a second, and I'll tell you. Three times, three times for 13 yards. His yep. longest was nine yards. And that's going to be key there. If he learns that he's too small to be running the ball, then maybe he'll he'll last a while in the NFL. Uh, I know how he was in, in college. He liked to take off. <clears throat> the next game. Well, yeah, so RG3 didn't know how to slide, and look no, what happened to him. Yeah, yeah and that's what... Lamar Jackson going to have to do when he actually plays a defense. Uh, Giants and the Cowboys. Yeah. NFC East matchup. And Cowboys, are, you know, after a kind of slow start, all, they go all over uh, just 35-17 win. Dak Prescott trying to get that contract. 25-32, 405 yards, four TDs, perfect pa- passer rating. <laughs> Eli, well, he looked good. Yeah, he did look good, and I think you know he's probably determined that he's going to prove everybody wrong, and that may be good for Cowboys fans that he's that determined. But Ezekiel ends up thirteen carries, fifty-three yards of touchdown. But did you notice? And I, I'm sure it was because Ezekiel hadn't been with the team on. But did you notice how much they threw the ball in the first half? They said they were trying to, like, ease uh, Elliott into it. Uh. Yeah, they were, they threw the ball a lot in the first half. I mean, a lot. Uh, I was like, wow, they were never going to run him. But uh, 
Of course, Jason, they need to. Jason <laughs> Witten, back from his one-year retirement, gets a touchdown catch. And uh, the Cowboys win 35-17. All right. Who's next? San Francisco and Tampa Bay, the who cares game. Oh, yeah. And the Garoppolo, <laughs> man, from the preseason where he looked like crap. He wasn't that he much better. Here. He he was playing Jameis Winston. Winston looked terrible. Um, but Garoppolo, he goes 166 yards at one TD, one interception. But this game, each team had a but pick two six. TDs, but he had two TDs the Kittle called back, though. Yeah. But he also he had a pick six, and Winston also had a pick six. Winston, you know, I don't know if he's going to make it. Uh, 20 for 36, 194 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. So, you know, I'm not so sure if, if he's going to make it. You know, I know Bruce Arians is, is experimenting with him, trying to get him. Well, who's the backup? I couldn't tell you who the backup is now. Uh but I, you look at it, they've got so much invested in this guy. And it, isn't his rookie contract about to end? Five years, right? So, yeah, it's coming up. I think it's about to end. I think this is it. it this is his chance right here. Uh, but I know they've got a lot invested in him. But if he's not doing it, you know, get somebody in there that will do it. Maybe it's maybe they're thinking tank for Tua. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Maybe they've heard Lynn... Lynn, talk about Tua. Oh, they bought one of my shirts. <laughs> and the last Oh, you know what? I think I think in three years it sucked for Sam. Which Sam am I talking about? Sam. Sam Howell from the UNC Tar Heels. Oh, jeez. Jeez, jeez, <laughs> Okay. Undefeated. Undefeated, yeah. <laughs> they they actually have surprised some folks. And I can't take anything away from them. You know, they get the win over they Miami. They should be 0-2. But, you know, they they're not. They're not, though. They found a way to win, and that's what you got to do. You know, I don't know. You know, Miami hung with Florida, and South Carolina has a good team. So, maybe maybe Carolina has something this year. Or maybe it's the well, start of something. Last we'll year already. Do what? Last year, I think they only won two games last year. Yeah. So, right. Yeah, they've already got like that. Western Carolina and then like you know Texas State. <laughs> they've got Wake Forest Friday night, so I'm not. They maybe end up three and zero. So the last game was Sunday Sunday night game, and boy, ugh, what talking about a bad bad game? Unless you're a Patriots fan, Patriots get the win oh, yeah. over the Steelers, thirty three oh. to three. Horrible. What happened, man? Horrible, horrible. They did not show up. I mean, I don't know what they thought. I don't, I don't know if they just thought they were going to go out there and go through the motions, but they're down 20 to nothing at the half. And it's not looking, you know, it did never look good. Defense is just giving up big play after big play. Uh, and then here's my thing. And I've been, okay. I've been a big, you know, supporter of Mike Tomlin. And I still am a supporter of Mike Tomlin, but I am going to question when he makes a call that I don't agree with. You're down 20 to nothing. Your first drive of the third quarter, you move right down the field. I mean, it, and it looked like a good drive. You're moving down the field. 
you get down to inside the five yard and get down to the one. Fourth and goal from the one. Now you're down 20 to nothing. Nothing has gone right for you all night except this drive. You're going to kick a field goal? Yeah, that's like conceding the game already. I mean, did you just give up? I'm mean, Really? This, that was momentum there. If you score a touchdown there, you get back in it. Yeah. That fire, that'll fire your defense up a little bit, and then you get back in it, but not to be. I just don't I don't understand that, that call there. Uh, but Brady hasn't missed a beat. The whole team hasn't missed a beat since, since the Super Bowl last year. Brady, 24 yeah, for 36. 341 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Roethlisberger, 27-47, 276, and an interception. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, six catches, 78 yards. You know, it was just not a good game, and not a good game for the Steelers. Uh, and a great game. But I'll tell you what, this, this, this will tell you right here, when things are not going good, when... I'm looking, and the defense started getting a little pressure on Brady. T.J. Watt comes around the end, makes a great move to get by the the blocker, hits Brady while his arm is still in motion. Julian Edelman still catches the ball across the middle. I mean, it's oh unreal. God. I was like, that's that's it there. I, I mean, there's nothing that's going to go right tonight for us. So uh, after that, I was like, we're not going to come back and win this game by any means. So 33-3, just a whitewash, uh, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. It was was terrible. Taken behind the woodshed. Yeah, they definitely got got taken behind the woodshed big time. All right. So I'm gonna to go to the late. I'm gonna to go to the late Monday night game first because the oh, okay the All early right. one the early one was well, best game of the week a classic. <laughs> I mean, and I'm not shit. I'm not scared to go ahead and say that will probably be the game of this year. Yeah, I can't imagine a game topping that. So that's only week one. Well, I mean, still that that was incredible. I mean that, that that's something you don't see a whole lot of. Uh, Broncos and the Raiders played the late Monday night game, and, and if you haven't, if you've been under a rock somewhere, or you just don't like sports, and I don't know why you'd be listening to this if you don't like sports. Yeah. But if you at last weekend, well, all last week, Antonio Brown all over the news, uh, pretty much forced his way out of, off of another team. Uh, of course, you heard the whole conversation with Mike Mayock. And then goes on, goes on uh, social media saying, "I want to be released." Gets released, and this is fishy to me. This is fishy to me. I don't know the rules here, but a couple hours later, he's he's already signed with a new team, the New England Patriots. So you tell me there wasn't talk already? Oh yeah, there had to be. There had to be some talk. Hey, if you get released, we'll pick you up. I think one year, okay. one year, nine million guaranteed, and possibility you could make fifteen. And now I've seen they saw I saw where they put an option, but that may change soon too. Uh, but yeah. we, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, the Raiders, Antonio Brownless Raiders, 
And I, you know what? I was so glad that they won. And I'm not a Raiders fan by any means, but I was so glad that they won without him. They went 24-16. And uh, Derek, Derek Carr actually looked pretty decent. I mean, I'm, I won't say he's back to his old self like he was uh, a few years ago, but he, he didn't get touched. The offensive line protected him. And, you know, you got to think about it with Denver, with that defense that they say they have, with Chubb and Miller on the ends, uh, sack machines, and they never touched him. So, I mean, either their offensive line is pretty good or Chubb and, and Miller weren't on their best game because it was 14 to nothing at the half. Uh, Derek Carr finishes 22 for 26, 259 yards, one touchdown. Joe Flacco in his Bronco debut, uh, 21 for 31, 268 yards, a touchdown. But those, those stats are very, very misleading. He never looked comfortable. Never looked comfortable out there. And it was just, uh, I don't know. I was surprised. The score is a lot closer than the game was, actually was. Uh, Tyrell Williams, who the Raiders picked up from the Chargers, six catches, 105 yards, a touchdown. He was definitely the player of the game for the Raiders. Josh Jacobs, a rookie from Alabama, 23 carries, 85 yards, two touchdowns as the Raiders get the 24-16 win. Now, the game of the week. Oh, yeah. The early Monday night game. Not even close. Not even close. There's no, yeah. and there was no game that could touch this game. Uh, the Saints hosting the Houston Texans. Now, we talked about the Texans. We were talking about, well, is, you know, do the Texans have what it takes to, to get to the next level? I actually turned this game on, and it was halftime. It was 14-3 Houston at the half. Uh, they were showing highlights. Saw Deshaun Watson break a long run down the field. Dive for the end zone. And I was like, you know, okay. And he had a, a, a touchdown pass to Hopkins. So it was 14-3 to at the half. And I was like, well, this is totally un-Drew Brees-like. Because he had thrown an interception, something you don't see a lot of. Especially in the red zone, he threw an interception. So, needless to say, New Orleans caught fire in the second half, scoring 27 points. Uh, but the ending, oh my gosh, the ending, they're down, the Saints are winning, I think it's 27-21. And it's less than a minute left in the game. I want to say it was like, I actually think it was, let's see how much, how much. I'm looking right now, hold on. Who's around a minute? Yeah, something like right that. So they they go two plays down the field. You get a touchdown. The touchdown drives two plays as Deshaun Watson hits newly acquired receiver Kenny Steeles from the Dolphins. There you go, Dolphins. There's another one you let get away. And take the lead 28-27. With, and this is with uh, – they, the, they started their – they started that drive with 50 seconds left, and they gave the, wow. you know, it took, let's see. how They gave it back with 37, right? 30, let me see, I'm looking, I'm looking. 37 seconds left. So it took them 13 seconds easy. to go two, two plays down the field for a touchdown to take the lead. So you give Drew Brees 37 seconds, you know, you're still thinking 
37 seconds of nylon. He had one timeout, but he worked that clock and got down as a uh, kicker. The kicker tried a 58-yard. I think his Will Lutz was a kicker. His, his season long or career long was 57. This was a 58 that he he just drilled down the middle. I, I know if you watch the highlights, as soon as he kicks it, him and the punter who was a holder already celebrating as soon as he kicked it. They just said they could tell by the, the sound of it that that was going to be good. And, uh, oh, he didn't go from 65, I think. Yeah, he had he had plenty of leg in it. And they get the win 30-28. to 28. I mean, I'm, I'm like, jeez. What a game, though. What a game. That's I, Like I said, I'm not scared to say that will probably be the game of the year right there. That will be a game that you see on the NFL Network a hundred times to where you probably get sick of it, seeing it so much. But, you know, crazy week one. You know, we had the tie that we talked about. Will week two have another tie? You know, we've got, we've got some matchups uh, we're going to talk about. We're going to make our picks. Uh, you know something we didn't talk about. We need to bring up our sponsor. Uh, anybody looking before looking, we do into, before we do the surprises and, and whatever. Yep. Well, so we'll talk about Good that. Point. We'll do our recap, and we've done our recap. Now we're going to do our picks, and we'll talk about the sponsor uh, before we do our surprises. Yep. You do it right now. Yep. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about our. If you're looking to travel anywhere, uh, looking to go on a cruise, looking to go to Disney, who's the best person to call? TrueNorthVacations.com. Uh, it's a website where you can uh, book your cruise, hotel, flight, anything. But even more importantly, there's contact information to email or call a travel advisor who is free of charge. That will help take care of your vacation for you. You just tell them where you want to go, and they'll take care of it. Yep, TrueNorthVacations.com. Guys, check out the new improved website. I mean, I, I we went over there last week and, and did some looking around. Yeah, we did. So uh, go go up there, look around. You know, I know I don't know if people take many trips in the, coming up this time of year, but you know, go for it. You know, some people might get a late plan vacation. for next year. Yeah, or plan yeah. exactly. Start start saving for next year for a cruise, or start saving for for three to five years from now, from when the final score cruise comes along. That's right. Um, but if you're going to Disney, you, if you want to go to Disney next summer, you need to start um, booking very soon because right. uh, you'll book your um, your reservation six months in advance for dinner. Okay. So if you want to go to those wonderful character deals and diner, uh, dinners, you want to book that the first day. Yeah. So go ahead. You heard the man. Go ahead and get started now booking your Disney vacation for next year. And take my advice. I went The one time I went, we went in March. And it was so much more. The weather down there was, you know, wasn't too hot. It was pretty great down there when we went in March. And I, I really enjoyed it. Spring but, break. Yep. A spring break. Spring right break vacation. Yep. All right, so check out truenorthvacation.com. All right, let's talk about week two. We'll make our picks right now. Lynn got the upper hand on me. He's up by two. He got the upper hand on me this the first week, so I've got some catching up to do. Carolina Thursday night game, Carolina and Tampa Bay. Uh, where is it at? It's at Carolina. Um, I'm picking Carolina on this. I don't think Tampa Bay's that strong a team. Uh, so, and I think, 
at Carolina. I think Carolina gets their first win. They they hung with uh, the Rams. I don't know how good the Rams are going to be this year, but you know they did hang right with the Rams. And you know, and I looked at, I watched the game. I DVR'd that game too. And the first drive the Pats had, they didn't look bad, but they had a DJ Moore caught a pass and fumbled as they were driving down the field. They were about to get in the red zone, and, and it just kind of switched momentum a little bit. If they'd have gone down and scored that first drive, who knows what would have happened. But, you know, it wasn't impressed with Newton. Um, but I think Carolina will get the win over Tampa Bay. I was definitely not impressed with Jameis Winston. Who you got? I understand. I hear you. So I think the Panthers are going to win for sure. I mean, it's at home at the Panthers. They looked better. Again, they hung with the Rams. Panthers all the way. Okay, so Yahoo picks, 97% go to Carolina over Tampa Bay, so that's lopsided. Uh, As we said last week, oh, this is easy call, this is easy call. We were not right on Yeah, we were not right on a lot of these easy calls. Uh, (laughs) San Francisco at Cincinnati. Now, this will be the week, the telltale sign for Cincinnati. You know, they're coming off a tough loss to Seattle. San Francisco got a win over Tampa Bay. I'm going to go against the grain here. I'm going to pick Cincinnati to win this game. Oh, man. I was going to do the same just to be, like, to be different. Because you thought I was... Cincinnati showed us something. Yeah, I thought you were going to 49ers. Yeah. But um, I still think Garoppolo is not all that great. 49ers are on the road. The Bengals surprised me, you know, last week. So, yeah, I see Cincinnati as well. Okay. Next game, the Chargers go to Detroit. Detroit coming off a tie. I'm first this time, so, yeah. What you got? I think the Chargers are going to win in Detroit. I still think the Chargers are a Super Bowl contender and the Lions are the Lions. Yeah, I'm going with you on that. I'm going with the Chargers on this. Green Bay versus Minnesota. Oh, okay. At, at Green this Bay. Is, this may be going against the grain, but I'm going to say Captain Kirk is going to go into Lambeau okay. Field and, and still win. Okay, now I didn't give the odds on on the Cincinnati-San Francisco. San Francisco is actually getting 56% of the vote over Cincinnati. And then on our last pick, the Chargers are getting 90% of the vote over Detroit. So you're picking, oh, you're, you're picking Minnesota. Picking Minnesota. Okay. It's an upset, dude. I'm going. I'm going the opposite way. This is where we're going to differ. I'm going Green Bay. I think uh-huh. Green Bay's defense is much improved, and I think they shut down Captain Kirk. I, the big thing is, can they shut down Dalvin Cook? Uh, but I've got Green Bay. I'm going to go with Green Bay on this. They're playing at Lambeau Field, so uh, I'm going with them. And they, they, the vote, they, they've got 59 percent of the vote over Minnesota. Minnesota's got 59 percent. No, Green Bay's got 59. Oh, okay. All right. I was shocked. Yeah, okay. Tennessee and Indianapolis at Tennessee. Who you got? Okay. I think um, the Colts are going to – hold up. Oh, God. (laughs) 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 The Titans are really – the Colts are going to win. I think the Colts are going to win. So you're going with the Colts. Colts. Okay. I'm going Colts. I think that is way against what the voters are saying, too. All right, I really do. I'm going to go with Tennessee. I'm going to I'm going to go with Mariota. I know I downed him in the preseason. Well, I'm going to go with Tennessee on this one. Uh, I think Derrick Henry is a big big key to how Mariota plays. Uh, Derrick Henry had a great great game all around, catching and receiving. So I'm going with Tennessee at Tennessee. Uh, 
And the easiest pick of the week. Who do you think this is? Uh, this is my, actually my survivor pick. I think I joked earlier, I want to make it to week four for the first time ever. So I picked Casey last week. This week I'm picking the Patriots in my survivor pool. Yeah. Because I'm making it to week four this year. Yeah, New England. So over... check back next week to see if I'm still in it. Okay, now first we've got to talk about Tennessee got 86% of the vote over uh Indianapolis. Oh, and I picked the Colts. So, okay, that's fine. New England and Miami, I got of course, Patriots. both of us feel the same. Patriots are going to win that game in a, you know, another woodshed uh, victory. Well, but for all you betters out there, this is the largest line, 19 points in like seven or eight years. Yeah. They, a 19-point favor in NFL does not happen. Yeah, and, and here's – who are the 2% that picked – Miami to win. My, They're just people. Okay, Miami to, usually wins one game. Yeah, they win one, game. but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen this year. I think that's going to be. I hope not. I, I think yeah. that's over. This Miami. I don't think Miami's got what it takes to beat anybody in the. I don't know if that Miami will win a game if they don't play any better than they did the other day. Um, Buffalo at the New York Giants. This is a tough one. I'm going to pick the, the team from the state of New York in this one. Well, there you yeah. You really narrowed that down, buddy. <laughs> all right, all right. So, Buffalo Bills. I think the Giants are still a train wreck. So, the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I'm going to go with Buffalo. Buddy. Oh, you're th- oh, I thought you were going to go Giants. No, Buffalo. They're getting. Man, Eli Manning. Look, is, oh. The Giants are getting 59% of the vote. So. Really? Yep. Yep. Okay. Seattle at Pittsburgh. Oh, my God. This is a woodshed moment because the Steelers are going to be upset and they're going to destroy the Seahawks in Hunt's Field. Hunt, shut up. See what did there? Shut up. <laughs> Hunt's Field. Don't ever call that place Hunt's Field. Hunt's, for Del Monte. Del Monte either. One. Then there's Del Monte is different, right? Del Monte and Hunts are... Hines is coming out of bankruptcy or something, so Hines is doing okay. They're coming back. Yeah, I, I probably put I probably bought enough ketchup from Hines to get him out of bankruptcy. Um, <laughs> that is the only ketchup. To, to those of you that don't know, we've had this discussion before. There is no other ketchup besides Hines ketchup. Hunts, I don't know what that is. Del Monte is even worse. Uh, you need to, they need to rethink their formula for whatever they call tomato paste. It's all tastes the same to me. Yeah, uh, no, Heinz is different. I'm gonna tell you when I go somewhere and I'm forced to eat like Hunts, and then I go come back home and I eat something with Heinz on it. There's Heinz. a definite difference. Definite difference. Who I mean, like dipping French fries or on your hamburger or a hot dog. I mean, how do you taste the difference? You can tell, uh, especially French fries. French fries is probably the, where you can taste the yeah, most. Yeah, because it, it's it's just the ketchup. But if you have a hamburger with hamburger, mustard, ketchup, lettuce, uh, tomatoes, I onions. can't do I can't do mayonnaise on my on my. You know, I know the Whoppers got it, but I can't do mayonnaise a lot on on my stuff. I just can't tolerate um, mayonnaise. Ugh. Yeah, Here's your food podcast of the week. Yeah, there goes your food moment. Uh, next thing on the on the final score, Whopper versus Big Mac. What is the Big Mac secret sauce? Oh, that's sauce? easy. That is so easy. Okay, the secret sauce of Big Mac is Thousand Island. Of course. But everybody knows that. The Whopper, the Whopper is better than the Big Mac. You think but, so? Well, well, yes. 
without a doubt. I don't Hands know. down. There's too much bread in the Big Mac. That stupid piece of bread in the middle, I don't like. <laughs> That's a filter. I don't like it. So I, don't like it. I don't like it. Okay. I don't like I like the McDLT from the nineties. Oh my Remember gosh. Hot side hot and the cold side cold. Jeez. Oh yeah. You know and now. the Arch Deluxe. I like the Arch Deluxe. And we're going down a rabbit hole. We need to come back. All right. Yeah. Now I'm gonna have to now I'm gonna have to look that up and put it on the Final Score Two's webpage about the McDLT. Now I forgot all about that. The the Arch Deluxe was better. The Arch Deluxe. Do you remember that? Yes, I remember the Arch Deluxe. Gosh, no, I hadn't thought about any of this crap in a while. But the best was a Big Deluxe. Who sold the Big Deluxe? I don't remember that one. Hardy's. Oh. oh Before Carl's Jr. bought them. McRib is great. Oh, I love McRib. It's not real neat, but it's delicious. It's, and again, we're still down the rabbit yeah, hole. <laughs> we're going further and further down the rabbit hole. Alright, back to week two. And this um, game, Lynn will be attending. Dallas will be in person there. At Washington. So maybe we can get a live update from Lynn on this. This is a, a lock of the week, man. The Cowboys are going to kill Cowboys, them. Cowboys, of course. And they're getting 94%. They're, gonna kill they're getting 94% of the vote. Uh, oh, it's going to be 87 degrees there. Um, sweating like a... Uh, anyway. How long does it take you to get there? Four hours. I'm taking the train this time. Taking the train. Okay, so, yeah. I'm say. Yeah, taking the train. All right. Yeah. Next up, Arizona at Baltimore. Ah. Oh, yeah. Okay, But you it. know, you listen uh, to me when I say this now. There is a big story coming out of this game that people people are talking about. I don't know if you've thought about it or not. Uh, before I make my pick, tell me the story. Terrell Suggs, the longtime Baltimore Raven, playing his okay. first game... He gets his old team as he become a, became a member of the Arizona Cardinals. So, after that, what do you think? Easily the Ravens. You think the Ravens? Okay. Yeah, easily. I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be close. Okay, I'm I mean, thinking I'm thinking Baltimore too, but I'm hoping I'm hoping Terrell Suggs can can beat him. I would love to see the look on his face if he beat as a member of the Arizona Cardinals. He beat his old team. That would be. That'll be great, and everybody. Well, I know like, you hate the Ravens. Like I don't I hate the Cowboys. Like, I don't I mean. like the Ravens. You know, Terrell Suggs was as much as as much as I disliked him on the field, as because he, he he used to kill us. He always had such great respect for Roethlisberger, and he, he always talked so well of him. And you know, uh, great competitor. But you know, I despised him on the field because he was so awesome. He always killed us. Jacksonville or Houston. I think that's an easy one for me, Houston. I think Houston is much improved. Uh, if they stay, stay on this path and the defense can get a little bit better, I think they, they might, they'll end up winning the AFC South. Uh, yeah, Texans all the way. Kansas City at Oakland. I know who you're picking. Oh, you didn't tell us the percentage. Oh, percentage, percentage okay, the percentage of the Baltimore was 97% Baltimore. Houston was 96% Houston. So, stay on this. Well, this is easy. The Chiefs are going to beat the Raiders. My my golden jacket is just going to destroy yeah. the Raiders. I think so, too. They got 94% of the vote. Chicago at Denver. I think Chicago bounces back and beats Denver. I agree. I think Chicago's going to win. I, I'm not a Flacco fan, so... 
Flacco, you're a Flacco fanatic. No, I'm not. (laughs) Ray Finkel, you're a Finkel fanatic. Ray Finkel, everybody knows who Ray Finkel is. (laughs) I do not, I don't remember. You don't know who Ray Finkel is? We're going to go down the rabbit hole a little bit here. You never saw Ace Ventura? Oh, Ray Finkel, right? soccer style kicker. kicker. Lace it yeah. out. Yeah. All right. Saints at the Rams. Ooh. Who you got? This is the rematch. Yep, the uh, rematch of the. Saints are gonna be. Saints are upset. They're gonna win. Yeah, I think the Saints come down and destroy the Rams. I think they're just ticked off, and uh, you know, especially after last week. The only thing I'm worried about with the Saints would be. Uh, Coming off that emotional win, you know, sometimes you can have a letdown, but I think they're pumped up enough for this game that uh, that they take care of business with the Rams. And they had now the Chicago Chicago had 79 percent of the vote over Denver. The Rams are actually getting 54 percent of the vote over New Orleans. Hmm. Philadelphia at Atlanta. Oh. I'm not. As much as I want Atlanta to win, the Eagles are going to kill them. I'm not picking Atlanta again. I'm going with the Eagles. All right, the Monday what's night the, Monday night game. What's the uh, percentage? Percentage seventy five percent Philadelphia. What about the Saints Rams? I forgot that. that right. The it's Saints. The, uh, the Rams got fifty four percent of the vote. That's close. Though. Marginal there. Cleveland. Right, so the Monday night. Cleveland at New York. Okay, so let me just tell you. I can get tickets for 17 bucks to this game and go to this game. Why don't you? But I don't think it's worth it. God, it can't take you 45 minutes to get there. It's like it's in like in New Jersey. So you're going four hours. You're going four hours to a Redskins game, and you and you. But I won't go 45 minutes to see this. You won't go 45 minutes to see this game. (laughs) You get to see Baker Mayfield. You get to see Le'Veon Bell. I know, but I. I think the Browns are going to bounce back. The Browns yeah, are going to bounce back. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I do agree. I think they'll you'll catch catch a little bit of fire, and I don't think. Yeah, I figured you picked the Jets with your boy Sam Darnold. You talked about how much he. No, no. Yeah. If I, I wasn't going, yeah. Now, if I would go to the game if I wasn't like going to the Sunday game. So I'd be coming back and just like work. Well, don't you just but, just call work and say it's a work vacation? Yeah, I know. No, I can't do that. Yeah, all your all your other places you go. Good lord, that's yeah, I know. <laughs> all right. I'll be in San Diego in October, but let's do our biggest surprises of the week and biggest disappointment. Uh, I mean, do you mean go first with the biggest surprise? Yeah, you go with the surprise. My biggest surprise team was the Raiders. Oh, I really? thought they were going to come out and lay an egg, but they came out, shook off Antonio Brown drama. And beat the Broncos better than what the score is. Yeah. So who's your biggest surprise of the week? Oh, my surprise of the week was Tennessee. I mean, to come out at Cleveland, and Cleveland is so hyped up. And, you know, the place was sold out. The crowd was into it. And they just destroyed the Cleveland Browns. I mean, 43-13. Uh, defense looked good. Offense looked looked good. You know, Mariota looked good. No turnovers. Uh, Derrick Henry was a beast, though. Uh, Tennessee really, really surprised me. Uh, uh, disappointments? Yeah, who's your biggest disappointment? Then I'll do my disappointment. My biggest disappointment this week was my boys, my, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They lose 33-3. And, you know, it's one thing to lose by that much, but then to look like 
you weren't even there, like you didn't even show up. That was the biggest yeah. disappointment to me because, uh, really, it's it's just, I mean, I don't know. Just looking at some of the Steelers' message boards this week, talking about the game, and, and everybody feels the same way. It's such a disappointment that, that it didn't look like the same Steelers team. They're supposed to be better than that. Uh, to lose by 30, I know you're playing New England at New England, but still, it just didn't look good. So who's your biggest disappointment? My biggest disappointment is the Cleveland Browns. Um, this guy you talked about with the Tennessee, they came out with so much hype. Oh, yeah. So ready to roll. They did so good last year, and they laid an egg. They missed the extra point in that very first touchdown, and it just went downhill from there. You think it was You think there was too much hype for them, and they kind of went in there thinking, you know, okay, all we got to do is we're going to roll over the Titans. Yeah. Yeah, all we got to do is show up, and we're going to win this game. Uh, You can't. I mean, look, the Titans are getting paid, too. You know? Uh, They're trying to stop you. They're trying to win. They're professionals. I I just don't understand. Yep, I feel the same way. I'm not a little... Yeah. A little side note, Pete Carroll's looking for his 100th win as a Seahawks coach. Oh, He's not going to win it this week against the Steelers. Let's hope not. Let's I meant to say that earlier. Yeah, he won't. Dude, the Steelers are going to go 10-6, and 11-5 this year. They're playing the Patriots. I thought they were going to lose close. But look, this is in college football. You lose by one or lose by 50, it doesn't matter in the pros. Well, so. So who you think's gonna score? My college. Who you think's gonna score the most points this week? Who's playing Miami? <laughs> New England. New England's gonna score the most. Who's gonna score the least? Miami. <laughs> 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 yep, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Miami. Who's playing Miami? That's terrible. Uh, that is terrible. As bad as I feel about my Steelers. Yeah, you know, I'd hate to think, you know, somebody would say, who's going to score most this week? Who's playing Miami? Who's playing <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I was actually 9-6 and six last week picking. I don't know. I was looking at my league, uh, and I'm actually 23rd in my league out of, really? I must be tied with a lot of people. Fifty-eight thousand, one hundred fifty-nine people. I'm not. I'm twenty-third. Wow. So maybe I maybe I'm not doing so. But nine and six. That's not exactly. Not bad. Uh, how am I nine and six though? Isn't it thirty-two teams? Yeah, thirty-two teams. But it was uh, sixteen games. So you're missing the game. Nine and six, you missed the game. Somebody, somebody, uh, somebody messed me up here. It should add up to sixteen. Yeah, but anyway, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna sue Yahoo. <laughs> yeah, you should. Maybe y'all didn't do the um, Green Bay Chicago game. Oh yeah, I did. Because uh, I missed that. Uh, well, it shouldn't be 15. It should be it 16 games each week until the bye weeks come. Anyway, so what else we got here? 
any uh, news of the week? Did you talk about Antonio Brown or anything? Oh, whatever. I mean, you know, you saw, you saw what, what he numbers did. he gonna wear? What is, numbers he gonna wear? You know, what's he gonna do? I mean, is he gonna get on the field? You know, we haven't talked I about this. So. We haven't talked about this, but everybody should know. He's he's being accused of sexual assault by his former trainer. Uh, happened a couple years ago, and. You know, they're talking about putting him on the commissioner's exempt list. Is that right? That And that would mean he couldn't play. But he did practice today. His first practice with, uh, first practice with the Patriots. You know, we don't know what number he'll wear. I could care less. Don't you know the, if anybody bought a Antonio Brown Raiders jersey, that's like a collector's item now? He didn't even play for him. Never played with that. Never played a down. So, you know, I don't know. I, You know, it's hard to say. This is something that the NFL needs to take serious. Uh, really, really serious. Because uh, this is not something to play right. Whether, you know, and I know people are saying, well, she's just out for the money. That may not be the case. I mean, this is, anytime you have a sexual assault case, that is really serious. And I know all the childish things he's done over the past, uh, eight months with the Steelers and the Raiders, but it, this is something, if he did this, he needs to be dealt with. I hope the NFL will deal with it accordingly and not do this throw the, throw the dart at the dartboard punishment that they have been doing here lately uh, because there's been no rhyme or reason to some of these uh, some of these punishments that they put out in the NFL. I've just, you know, it's crazy. But what do I know? I'm just I'm just a podcast host, a measly old podcast post host. <clears throat> but anyway, what else have we got going on in the NFL? There's nothing really going on. Just there's I did see the NFL sees ratings boost to open the hundredth hundredth season, so they'll be making more money. I did have an interesting conversation with, uh, I did an interview earlier this week with a former uh, NFL player, and he actually played back when the Patriots were the Boston Patriots, if that tells you how long it's been. Jim Chewinski. Wow. Uh, he played linebacker, he played, for the, he played for the Boston Patriots, and then they moved to New England. He was actually there when they moved to New England. And then he was a member of the Buffalo Bills when O.J. Simpson was there. Actually, he was playing with Buffalo when O.J. set the record, uh, 2,003 yards. And then he went to the Colts uh, for a couple of years and retired. And we actually had an interesting conversation at the end about, uh, he was talking about how the NFL doesn't help the older, older generation players uh, with their, what they've got going on. Because he was talking about he had had a lot of knee surgery. Well, it, it is true, and you know it's not fair because these guys trailblaze the way for the guys today that are making all this money, and you know the NFL is not hurting for money at all. Um, so to to think they can't help these veterans that are going through a lot, and actually this guy I didn't know it, well, he's right down the road from us now. He lives in in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, but he was talking about he'd had some knee surgeries. Uh, some surgeries on his hand. He was going through that now, but he's, I think he's 73 years old and still plays golf uh, a lot. 
and he was talking about the former, another former NFL player, NFL quarterback. He was quarterback with the Lions back in the day, Milt Plum, who is 80, 84 years old now, and he plays golf with him uh, just about every other day. Uh, and he, he was just talking about how well he was doing. But 84 years old, I hope I'm able to do anything when I'm 84. But, you know, that's that's something, you know, the NFL needs to really, really look at how these they don't help the older generation. They need to start start looking into that. It would be a great gesture to help these guys out that are going through so much, especially especially with the CTE situation. And I and no joke, and I'm not joking when I say this, but his behavior over the last couple of years, and I said it before, Antonio Brown, his behavior it makes me think that he might be suffering from that some of that. I know he's had some concussions, but that may, kind of makes me think he might be suffering from some CTE problems. I agree. Yeah, no, I mean, it's... I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I'm wrong, but... It's crazy. Anyway. I know. What have we got? It's a good week. Yeah, you know... This has been a this has been a good show. Uh, actually, talking about interviews coming up, I actually uh, looking to release. I've got I've got one of the hottest pitchers in Major League Baseball that I've interviewed uh, that I'm getting ready to put to podcast soon. Chris Bassett from the Oakland A's, who has local ties here. He was he's married to a local Conway, North Carolina native. Uh, just had a baby. Wow. So uh, he he actually I don't think he missed a start. So, uh, but he's actually I think he's like eleven and five, and the A's are really doing good right now. So, uh, gonna put that up soon. Um, you know, I, I'm working on some interviews with some basket. I've got a basketball player that I've talked to. I've got a football player that I've talked to. I don't like letting the cat out of the bag till I know it's confirmed, but. On the music side, entertainment side, I've got a lot coming up. I've got I actually got more coming up with that than I do with the sports stuff right now. So I I'm working on I'm working on some more stuff, but uh, hopefully we we'll have some great interviews for you guys. Another I do I can tell you that I do have another cast member of the Bad News Bears booked, uh, the original movie of the Bad News Bears. So I have that, and I have some some bands. That I have locked up, so hopefully, hopefully everything will stay on target, and hopefully I can keep getting keep getting more interviews. Uh, I've got some leads and got some contacts that are helping me out, so still waiting on that big one that I want. Still waiting to hear back, and still haven't heard back. So hopefully that'll be soon. That'll probably have to be after football season, though. I imagine he's pretty busy right now. <laughs> hmm. So. What's going What's going on in New York this week? Nothing much I can think of. I guess I'm going to the DC. I'm leaving Saturday to get to uh, DC for the game, Cowboys Redskins game. That'll be fun. I'm looking at yeah, not doing much of anything. Looking at the sports stories right now, right quick, and you know maybe we'll go outside the box and talk about something besides football. But I doubt it. I did see, you know, I, it's so. I want to I want to get back involved in baseball, but I just can't I, I just can't do it. I mean I know they were talking about Milwaukee Brewers lost 
right here at the playoff playoff time, and they're in, in the hunt for a playoff spot, and they lose their best best player. Actually, the the reigning MVP of Major League ba- Baseball, Christian Yellick, out for the year. He fouled a ball off his knee, broke his kneecap, and I mean this is coming down the home stretch now, and they're they're a game a game or two out of a playoff spot. So worst possible time for something like that to happen. Oh. Let's see. Uh, Tyreek Hill will not go on injury reserve. We talked about that. Yeah, Antonio Brown was wearing number one at practice today, so hmm. we'll see. Dodgers have already clinched uh, their clinched seventh straight National League West title, and the Patriots, since they signed Brown, which they may have to rescind this trade, they may want to think about this trade Demarius Thomas to the Jets, just because Antonio Brown is there. Wow. Anyway, next week we will. Talk about week two. Yeah, we'll recap. And maybe there'll be more action going on next week, too, because I don't feel like there's that much going on, but you know, the uh, news wise, you know. Yeah. I guess since the games are started. Yeah, well, but I wasn't talking about the games. The games are good. Oh, yeah, that's, that's fine talking about the games. But before we go, let's talk about travel time. If we want to go traveling, we talked about it earlier. If you want to go to Disney World, you yep. need to start planning now. Where we where do we go? Where do we go to start planning for our Disney World trip? Go to truenorthvacations.com. Look in the top part of the screen. There's a phone number and a contact for an email. You can just contact them there, and they will hook you up with any of your travel needs. Start thinking about spring break now. Yeah, spring break cruise. You can go to a hotel on the beach. You can go to Disney. But really, start thinking about spring break now, and maybe even the summer. And it'll be here before you know it. Yeah, you know, you think about it, you know, Christmas is right around the corner. I know. We got like three and a half, it's actually three and a half months from today is Christmas. And I'm like, oh. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. And, you know, the older you get, the more time flies. People used to tell me that all the time when I was young. I was like, you're crazy. But, yeah. And once you have a kid, too. They were right, yeah, they were right. They were so right. It it is flying by. It just like seems like yesterday was the it was winter. It was first of January, and now we're already almost through with the whole whole month. But uh, anyway, guys, that's gonna do it for this week. Join us next week. We'll talk more about the NFL Week Two recap. We'll talk about our surprises, our disappointments again. Uh, hopefully, oh, it yeah. won't be it won't be the same disappointment I had last week. But uh. They won't. They're going to kill Seattle this week. All right. Well, anyway, I'm glad you're you're really optimistic. Not as optimistic as you are about that. I I think it would be. I think it would be a better game, but I'm not so sure about a blowout. But uh, anyway, man, faith, man, faith. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be mad from getting beat down. Oh, I hope they are. They should be. They should be embarrassed. They should be embarrassed. Anyway. Guys, that's going to do it for this week. Lynn, have a great week. Have a good weekend. You have do. a safe trip I, to, to Washington. We, we, we need to see I'll a live. From the game. Yeah, you need to see a live update or at least some pictures or something from the game. Uh, oh, I, can do a, I can do a Facebook Live with you. Yeah, let's do a that. Facebook Live. 
Just let me know. Okay. All right, guys. We'll that's fine. That's good. Yeah, just try it. I know it kind of yeah. may be bad sales service there. Uh, yep. Guys, that's going to do it. You guys have a great weekend, and that's the final score.